It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Just a reminder, you can catch us recording this podcast live on AMP. AMP is a new live radio app that lets you call in and chat with us in person while we're recording. Get the app on Apple's App Store and make sure you follow us at at Jenkins and Jones to get notified when we go live. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Sunday, August 13th, or if you're listening to this on Monday morning, it's Monday, August 14th. It's one of those two dates, probably. <laughs> Monday. We're live on AMP. Uh, if you're listening to us Sunday night, thanks for tuning in. If you listen to it Monday, hello on Monday. Best of luck with your Monday. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubbles? I'm Guardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Mike. And we're being produced today by Josh Rodriguez. Jackson is uh, off doing whatever Jackson does when he's not. He's back with his real family this week. Yeah, he doesn't have signal, right? So he's really like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Good for him, man. He's a, he's Love at a festival. It. Was it, is it, this a, is he at the festival? I the right festival now? was yesterday. Maybe it's a weekend. It's a weekend thing. Wow. Yeah. To be festival young. two days in a row. Sheesh. I might could do it for a half a day. I might have half an hour in me. You feel me? <laughs> One performance and I'm taking my ass back home. Fuck you mean? It's hot outside, nigga. The fuck? Where's the AC at? You feel me? You kidding me? Eight dollar waters. Like shit is crazy at festivals, dog. The crazy thing about the $8 waters is there will be people passing out from heat stroke in front of the water vendors, and they're just making eye contact with them like, yep, $8. You don't have any cash? Sorry. Enjoy hey, death. Right. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the afterlife, broke boy. God damn. <laughs> Water's free in heaven, brother. Right. Maybe. You know better than I would, brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Christ. Uh, true story. Shar and I are going to go see uh, a gig. One of our one of our favorite uh, singer songwriters on Wednesday. And when we were in the car on the way home from the airport last night, Shar was like, "Oh my God, we have to go to a concert on Wednesday." And I looked at her and I was like, "He put seats in." It's so like we're going to a show at the Wiltern, but they're putting chairs down. And she was like. <laughs> Oh yes. <laughs> if you ain't sitting, what is you on, bro? Remember, like back in the day, like getting in the middle and you know, fucking, you know, I want to be right in front, but you know, the fuck out of here. Put me in the very back <laughs> with a seat. I don't even got to see the nigga. <laughs> you feel me? As long as I got to see, I'm, I'm, I'm at I'm at the point now, bro, where where if I'm going to some shit like that, I want to bring my own little fold out lawn chair. Bro, I'm I'm that guy now, and dude, food, bro. And food, yes. I want to have a little put cooler. Me, you know what I mean? Put, put me way out the way in my own little fold out chair. I'm gonna bring, and I'll just be you know tapping my fingers on my knee and, and enjoying the ditties. <laughs> you know, that's vibes. where I'm at with it now, bro. Jasper, give me some grass, and you know what I mean. Need that all the way hell no bro <laughs> my own waters you know what i mean now i ain't paying eight dollars for shit you feel me i remember the last show like like the last like real show i think i went to was it was a vince staples show a couple years ago it was at the fonda or the black box or something but like a big ass fight broke out on the floor that we were like right on the edges of and i just remember consciously as i was like sidestepping it just being like i'm never doing this again like i'm I'm, I'm i've moved from my mid 30s to my late 30s like i had a good run i got to see a lot of great people at cool venues I, i'm a i'm a sit down let's chill the fuck out guy for the rest of my life i don't know the last concert i've been to you know what you know what it was um westside boogie and sf i was with rotha that was and the we swan was, song we were in the very back Doing dancing, two stepping in that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We were just, that's it. Ain't been back since though. It was a vibe. Good little night. Good little night. Got yeah. to bed later than we wanted to though. And didn't go back to one since my nigga. Well, that's why I'm, I'm with I'm with Tyler in summer. It's like I'll go to a show at an. I'd almost prefer an arena show. It's just as long as there's a chair. But yeah. I'm not going to be mm. in the midst of people at this point. Like, I'm not jockeying for position ever again. You know oh, what I hell mean? Nah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> That's a Posting young man's up for, game. Yeah. For, oh, no. Nah. I was in Vegas, and I was like, it was like the last night, you know what I mean? Just this past weekend. And it was like 9.45. And my homie, I was, I was like, I was like, yo, he said, he mentioned something like the time difference in Atlanta. It was my, it was my brother-in-law, actually. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's 12.45 where you're at, man. Like... <laughs> I'm so ready to go home. If you just want to make, you know, make it happen, dog, you feel me? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. My daughter's going to be home. She hasn't seen me in two days. She's going to want to play with daddy when she sees me, bro. You feel what I'm saying? I don't have any, and I'm going to be tired. I'm going to say, daddy's tired. I didn't get to sleep. And fuck that. I'm going home. I'm in bed by 1030, all right? Getting eight hours of sleep, and I'm playing with my shorty. Fuck the other shit, man. Ain't nothing in Vegas that could have kept me up. Not a single fucking thing could have kept me up past 1030. <laughs> Fuck that, dog. That's life. That's life, bro. That's life where we're we're living it. Um, All right, let's talk about some topics. Hall of Fame uh, ceremony over the weekend. Uh, Wonderful speeches, great class. You had uh, Dirk, Tony Parker, Pau Gasol. Highlight for me by far, and I don't know that I have ever just had the emotional release of crying that I had at Dwayne Wade's, the part of his speech with his dad, Tyler. 
It was it was just an an incredible speech. Um, describe the especially describe the part with it. Like talk about the speech, but describe the part with his dad because I know John hasn't seen it. I, I know there's probably people listening who haven't seen it. But man, it was that yeah, was a he, motherfucker. Bro, you watch I mean, y'all watch I mean, it live he, on television? Y- yes, sir. Okay, okay. This is a this is a hell of a class, man. Tony Parker, Pal, Dirk, Wade. I was there for all that shit, bro. Yeah. Oh, uh, pop. Yeah. So yeah, this was an incredible class. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, the whole thing is Wade set the groundwork throughout his whole speech of how you know, instrumental his father was to his, to fostering his love for basketball, to, you know, guiding him, you know, when he became established and he became a hooper for real and just walking him through the whole, you know, through every step of the way. And, you know, he was talking about how when he came up, when he was five, six years old, you know, his father was his favorite hooper. And they would, you know, go to open city runs in Chicago and, and, and they would watch. And then he said, you know, he got a little bit older and his pops was like, OK, now y'all are hopping out there. And he would take, you know, like 10 year old Wade, 11 year old Wade out there running with grown ass men and shit. And, you know, we, uh, Wade, you know, call back to how about how when before he was too young to really get out there, how he would love the, when the dead balls would happen, when there would be arguments and shit or, you know, saying when someone would get pissed and like uh-huh. launch the ball. Because he was like, that was his time to shine. That was his time to get out there and get some shots up and shit. Right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, he talked about, you know, he grew up in, in Robbins, Illinois, right outside Chicago. And he's talked about how, you know, growing up once he once basketball became a passion for him. It's like, you know, he, you know, Wade is our age. You grew up with the fucking MJ Bulls, right? Mm-hmm. Like his local team became his favorite team and it became one of the greatest dynasties in NBA history. And, you know, he said he patterned, you know, he first grew up patterning his game after his dad. Then he grew up patterning his game after, you know, Michael Jordan. And then, you know, he said, but it's his pops was there the whole time with him, right? Like just constantly, you know, pro- providing him with tutelage, you know, inspiration and all that. Then he called him up, you know, when he was concluding his speech. <laughs> and you know he he told his pops to his face how much he meant to him, how much you know how he wanted his be dad here, standing you know, up, his dad standing up in the yeah. middle of the audience, like right in front of him, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he calls his dad down to the podium with him, right? And then he you know tells his dad how much he appreciates him, how much you know he wouldn't be a hooper without his dad being there for him. And then he just closes that shit with like the best fucking closing line in Hall of Fame history. He just looks at his dad, smiles ear to ear, and says. We in the Hall of Fame, dog, and they just dap up and hug, and that shit was so fucking beautiful. I gotta, I gotta tap in for sure. Yeah, Damn, it's dog. bro, like like this, this was this was one of the this was one of the most interesting um Hall of Fame classes to me because these, like I said, you got this the, this is a class that kind of showed you, you know I've always said that the revolution the the, the the way that the NBA was you know revolutionized whatever you want to call it that's nothing more than it being Euro ball Euro ball washed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and we owe so much to Popovich, who embraced Euroball with the Spurs, right? We owe so much to, to you know, Tony Parker, who was the engine of that shit. We owe so much to Dirk, you know, to, to Powell. You know, Dirk is, is the best fucking player from his country. Powell is the best player from his country. Tony Parker is the best player from his country for now. You, you know, because that fucking kid Wimby is coming. And fucking, you know, Wade, who, who you know, his, um you know, go-to move was the Euro step. That was a move that, you know, of course, was invented by Elgin Baylor, but it was popularized in Euro leagues because it is a perfect offensive weapon to weave through the zone because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Euro Bowl was on zone decades before the NBA, you know, made it legal, right? So it, it was just, you know, a, whole, a Hall of Fame class that just showed how much, you know, the, the NBA got pushed forward be, by embracing you know the, the fucking aspects of global basketball like i felt like that was the overarching theme of, of, of that incredible night but like i said incredible players on their own accord like fucking pal dirk tony parker wade that is a class bro 
Yeah, it was a special class for sure. I didn't really think about that overarching theme like that. That's a that's a really good point. It's, I mean, you're right. And it's cool that, that then you have Dwayne Wade be the emotional center of that growing up watching basketball in Chicago, right? Like the mo- right. like just about the most American basketball experience you could have outside of maybe New York. So, um, yeah, but the shit with his dad, bro, it was like, you just, you know, you have a kid, you pour yourself into him. You don't really, I don't, most parents I know aren't really looking for recognition or, or, or whatever. Like, I love that my kids take me for granted. You know, like I was right around their age when, you know, stuff went sideways for my parents and, and we realized how much we take it for granted. So I love that they don't have that mentality that they're just like, of course people love me and pour their, you know, like energy and emotion. But to think of your kid, like the pride you have in your kid as they do, as they learn how to wipe their own butt, right? Like, like not like nothing like becoming a professional athlete, but I just can't even imagine for these, um, these parents. And we know of a good chunk of them, you know, who've had their kids come up through the league you see your kid go through all this, and then at the very the last thing he'll do in basketball, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, to have him basically focus so much of that speech on just being appreciative, um, I think it shows you why Dwayne Wade's such a great dad. You know, like mm-hmm, he, it's just mm-hmm. like he's aware of what he got and its significance to him. And you know, I don't say this selfishly as a father. I just it's I just think that if you have that mentality. You're just plugged in in the world in a different way. If you can appreciate the most basic kind of love that you received and understand the value of it, like I, I just think that's a great perspective to have. And yeah, man, I was I was bawling, bro. I was I was watching it on the plane, Tyler. Like I just had it. I had it backed up on the phone. I was watching it, just like surrounded by high school football players coming back from Hawaii, just like hiding your tears. <laughs> But I can't imagine how validating that was as a father, though. You know, I mean, I remember like uh, at my sister's wedding, my um, my uh, her, her my her husband's now husband's dad gave a speech and was talking about how one day uh, after he graduated, he they, they were at a, at a bar drinking and he looks at him. And he said, you know, I remember everything you told me. And he said, and that, you know, this kids, that shit make me, that fuck me up right now. You feel me? Yeah, but like, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I, I had to turn my head away, nigga. Like, fuck, you ain't going to do this to me. <laughs> you feel me? In front of all these people, you know what I mean? <laughs> but no, uh, like, uh, but he said, he said, you know, kids are, kids search for validation from their father. But in that moment, you gave me val- the val- validation. You validated me. And like, for your son, that you said, poured, your, poured so much into your son. And in that last moment, he calls you up and, 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 sh- and, and pours that love into you. You know what I'm saying? The, all the effort and energy. He probably remembers. I wonder if it's the whole, <laughs> all the shit he did flash in front of his eyes. And he probably did it because he wanted to. Not, he was never looking for this. And just in that, in that, in such a big moment, he does that. Uh, I, mean, I just can't imagine how that feels as a parent. You know what I mean? Um, and, and you're just so proud of your son because your son is so great, you know, in so many ways. Like even how he's fathering, as a father, how yeah. good he is. That's That's beautiful as well. So. Man, how do you, for sure, I, yeah, I'm for definitely sure. tapping in. That sounds so special. We uh we had a conversation on the pod, I don't know, a couple of months ago about, do, like, do we think dads now are better than dads in our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation? And, and uh, the consensus was definitely, um, and someone just tweeted us, tweeted yeah, at us that. Yeah. that there was a study that dads in our generation spend on average three times mm-hmm. more time with their kids than dads in previous generations, which like, I don't, f- I, I, there's a lot of things in the world that are getting better. Most of it, I think most of the time feels like it's things are getting worse 
But that to me was a like, that's worth something, you know, like that, yeah. like that's, that means something like I, I mean, I think, I don't know. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you to whoever tweeted that at us. Actually, that was a, a nice moment. I don't think I responded to it, but um, yeah. yeah, that, but that, uh, that's interesting. Three times more is a lot more fucking time. It's probably a result of a lot <laughs> yeah. of things that have changed for the better. Like, you know, thoughts on misogyny and, you know, gender, you know, uh, gender roles and shit like that. You feel me? Um, yeah. Also, like, you know, women being able to have particular roles within, you know, uh, in the industry and whatnot. But um, regardless, it's it's for the better. All of that's for the better. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, all right. I don't think I'm just a I don't think I'm just a better, better person than my dad. You know what I mean? I probably am, but I, just, I don't. I don't carry that around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, Can I? Do I, I have a vote on that? I think I, I don't know. I don't carry that around. <laughs> I don't think that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, you know, I do approach. You know, we do. We. I think a lot of us approach parenting much different because yeah, of multiple, sure. mul multitude of things. So, but part of the th things that make us approach it differently is you know our dads. Yes. A lot of love there. A lot of love there. For sure. A lot of love there. For sure. But yes, yes, yes. All right. Not, um, some people won't have the same experience <laughs> for a number of reasons as well. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Um, all right. We're, uh, here's a fun byproduct of uh, how many people tapped in with the beast bracket. Anytime a new animal video comes out, we're going to get tagged in it by like 50 people on Twitter. That makes me very happy. That's just it's such a delight. And that's what happened this week. Uh, Ten baboons jumped a leopard, which does sound like a beast bracket matchup, in fairness. <laughs> Ten baboons versus one leopard. Yeah. <laughs> that catch right a little off, though, man. I don't know. Yeah, that is. They, they came they in. Get they, about, they, they, they get the about two baboons right, per they, one leopard. They I, came I in and tipped the scales a little bit. You know what I mean? But they beat the shit out of that leopard. Big, uh, yes. And I, and I want to clarify. People were hitting me like, we need to reevaluate the results. I feel like a big fucking theme of the beast bracket was so many people confusing leopards and jaguars. Bro, leopards live in Africa. Jaguars live in South America. They're two fucking different casts. And a jaguar will beat the fuck out of a leopard. It wouldn't even be close. Yeah, but I, I mean, it, for me, it was the ferocity in which the baboons attacked it. You know what I mean? It was like mm -hmm. they didn't... I mean, as it came, like a, ba a ba baboon was already running at it, and then one, when one ran, they all followed. Like it was just they swarmed that shit in a way that I didn't think. I, th th there was no like running from it. They were like they they came head on to that leopard. Um, so I mean, even if it was a jaguar, I think that'd been a hard battle with all those you know baboons. But they're much more ferocious than I imagined. So I'm not rethinking the jaguar's success. You know what I mean? I don't, I mean, and actually that made me think more about my thoughts with the tiger. Tigers were like four jaguars attacking a tiger in that same manner. That's you're starting they, to they, see the light now. <laughs> <laughs> you're, starting, you're, you're finally starting to see the light here. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of nasty, my boy. You hear me? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. But hey, listen. Thank you for everyone who tagged us in it. Please feel free to just tag us in animal videos. That's the best. That's the best content on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. So. Love seeing animals get their ass beat. <laughs> Send me all that shit. We've been talking about animals. You know what I'm saying? The whole since the rat since, squirrels. Yes, yeah, inception. I think that was the second or third episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, just inception of the podcast. So. Oh um, yeah, it's conception of the podcast, right? That's the right word, not inception. Conception. Conception. Yeah, conception of the podcast. Yeah, so. the conception. The conception those... of the podcast. So <laughs> I think those both are correct. Really? I think so. Okay. Well, either the way, conception. The in yeah. in in how does inception make sense? Inception of the podcast. 
Like, inception is when something is inserted, like something to yeah, like, so grow later. Like, like sense. yeah. No, 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 no. Conception is when some shit comes together yeah, and creates yeah. it, right? Yeah, like, that's what yeah, con that's, means. Con means to like yeah, come so together, like, like congregate, conversation. Mike's looking this shit up, man. We are really nerding out over this shit, but anyway. But yeah. Wow. yeah i was gonna say like like yeah. people say like since the inception of the national yeah, football yeah. League, like people like I, I know inception because it's a big um i'm a fancy sports writer word like okay, people okay. like people use it in that way like you know since the inception of baseball there hasn't been a player like shohei otani since the inception of the podcast you know what i'm saying we were talking about that yeah, so yeah. i think those are both so what correct. is conception like conception what is that like it's when some conceived. shit comes together to create some conceived shit. correct yeah. so uh, they're both correct wow I mean, I feel like Inception leads to, like, the nah. very genesis of it. Like, when we had our first conversation about doing the pod, that was the inception of the pod. You feel me? The conception was the first episode we dropped, though. Does, you, does that make okay, sense? Okay, I got a definition. I, I got a definition. I meant since hold the on, beginning, on. which I think Inception and Conception means... Go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. I think it's conception in this case because we didn't dis- discuss squirrel versus rat I'm, episode I'm, in our first conversation. And the first time the thought of the pod came to life with us. The context in which I was using since the beginning. Since yeah. the beginning. You that, know what would, I mean? that would work which, for both. Yeah, yeah. Would work you were for two both, for two. You were right okay, twice. Cool, cool. But anyway. Here's the definition. You know, of, here's, here's the definition. Conception happens when sperm swims up through the vagina and fertilizes an egg in the fallopian tube. So is that what happened in the first podcast? Yep. <laughs> yes. Dig right in that, that handsome man right there. I still, I still remember the sound. Don't penetrate that. That brown eye. <laughs> I don't think there's any doubt that we're recording at night at this juncture. Um, all right, let's. Some uh, things don't change, nigga. You would have said that same shit in episode one, my nigga. Yeah, you know what's so funny? That's my in-laws have been listening to the pod, which is crazy. I, I don't know why motherfuckers be want to tap in. You know, feel me? But I'm like, and I asked them. I said, "Why?" That's when they told me they were. I said, "Why?" And they were like, "And so, like, my brother-in-law's wife." They were just married. She says, we don't see that, John. We don't get to right, see like, right, As if right. they don't, they don't get, get to see it. who you actually they don't are. Get to <laughs> right. see, right, you feel me? And, so, and she called me out. I was like, damn, man, maybe I'm tripping. She was like, you know, anyway. So I've had a little bit of that, too, but I, I've time, actually. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, next time you're going to make that we joke in front that. of your in-laws. We go fix that. <laughs> we go fix that. We go fix that. I'm my bad. I'm tripping. I have actually told a couple of people recently when they when it has come up. Unfortunately, we've reached a little the beast bracket put us at a little bit of a critical mass of people knowing that I'm on a podcast because okay. people would people were so excited to talk about it they'd like bring it up and then other people around would be like, "Oh, Mike's on a podcast." You know what I mean? And so, yeah. that, but I t- I told a couple of people they're like, "What what's the podcast?" And I was like, "I'm not going to tell you." They're like, why not? You don't want me to listen to it? I was like, no, I don't want you to listen to it. Like, no. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't like. I don't want I to don't. talk about it with you. I don't want you to ask me about guests we've had on. I just, I, I talk about podcasts enough with people in real life. I want to talk about real life with people in real when life. When they said it, my, <laughs> my, ex- for, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's really cool that people are interested in what I got. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, <laughs> my first thing I said was why. But y'all, they cool as hell though. They hella cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm, we gonna we gonna work on that. You feel me? That's it's me, not you. <laughs> Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. 
Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We are able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, um, let's talk about uh, the lady on the crazy lady on the plane who said that motherfucker back there isn't real. Is doing a rebrand. She's doing a relaunch. She created a Twitter account. She paid for Twitter Blue. She uh, that's posted, she messed up. She <laughs> well, she's trying to. She's she's got to monetize, dog. So too official, man. I like, guess her name on. is Tiffany Gomez, and she posted a long video of herself. She said. That lady's white. That's Gomes. <laughs> Gomes? Ain't no Gomez. That's Gomes. <laughs> no, it's like Gomas. It's like G-O-M-A-S. So okay, she might be okay, Greek okay. or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she, she just, I don't know, man. I mean, this is the world now. Like, if you get famous... 
for doing some stupid, goofy shit. You just still feel like you have to take the famousness. But like she's doing a relaunch. She put a website out there. And to my dismay, most of the people that I saw reposting this were just talking about how attractive they found her, <laughs> including a number of non-melanated Twitter users. Don't say. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So no, many. Okay, okay. Okay. So yeah. oh, excuse me, and but quite a few melanated. Uh, mm. Is actually what I meant to say. Quite a few, John. Quite a few of my melanated friends on Twitter. I know you. I know that tasted nasty to you when you saw that. <laughs> Let me just suggest that I, if the I, if the two I, things you I know about a woman, tweets. if the two things you know about a woman made a wrong are, turn, Mike, this person is crazy and they're capable of regretting that they're crazy. Come on, man! No, like you, you gotta swear, you gotta. I'm gonna tell you something. You gotta, you you gotta put Mike, that left I'm turn signal you. on. A little bit of crazy is attractive. A little bit. A little bit is seasoning, bro. It's a like, little it's bit. Like a little bit of crazy. That's she ain't a little bit. You know what What's saying? the only thing you knew but, about this but, woman hey, before but, she put but, this video but, out? The <laughs> amount crazy. of like, just like seasoning, the amount of crazy that you like is relative. So you know what I'm saying? It's 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 subjective. You feel me? You feel me? But I feel like a little bit of crazy is like stretch marks. It only enhances <laughs> the taste. <laughs> Of experience in a, in a lot of ways, okay? A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like hot sauce, you feel me? Or like paprika, you feel me? You can't douse it. Nigga, just hit it, hit it, get a nice little, you know, get a nice little, uh, 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 and go and put the crazy bottle up, you know what I mean? But no, I, I, but yes, I, but I, 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 but her, come on, man. I would, I wouldn't mind if she wasn't a, 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 a fucking racist based upon what people were telling us. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a friend that wasn't racist. Rather, like, rather, rather, she right over your shoulder right now. She needs a little man. like, we gonna talk about this after. But, uh, but, uh, but if she wasn't a flaming racist, you feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, I think like having a normal, a unracist person who was crazy in the way that she was crazy in that video <laughs> doesn't really bother me much. I think I think I would I'm interested in what this person has to say. <laughs> that person is not real. It's funny outside of the circumstances in which it was was said, you know what I mean? <laughs> that motherfucker is not real. She's about to cry when you said it. The, the emotions right, behind that were right. just captivating. I wanted to learn more. That motherfucker is not real. <laughs> they say motherfucker, I had a little more seasoning. But like what, what is she what was the exact words regardless? I'm not. No, she called him a motherfucker. Okay, yeah, that motherfucker the, back there is not real. That motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> Dog, that is a. That is. Bro. Let's sit down and talk. What else you got for me? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm interested. You got any other whoppers in there? <laughs> I love a good story. Lie to me more. As long as it's interesting. And that shit was interesting, dog. <laughs> Best of luck to Tiffany Gomas with her rebrand as a as a. Do you think she's is she rebranding as a not crazy person as a or as a person who regrets acting crazy? Oh, which I, I think she she's probably going to paint it as an anxiety attack, which it very well might have been. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see. Well, she she's an intriguing character. I tell you that much. We're going to be we're going to be stuck to our TVs here. I'll tell you that much. As, as a man that has you know been plagued with anxiety attacks my nigga i don't know if anxiety attack has sent me into a you know 
a it was racist, a combination. It was a combination of an anxiety attack, being drunk, and being afraid of the black person she was sitting next to. Right. <laughs> so it was like a stew. It yeah. was and, and you're on a plane. Like usually, when when I, you know someone who's had an anxiety attack, you can just silently remove yourself from that shit. You can't do that on a nah. plane. Like if you're leaving a plane, you got to tell motherfuckers why you're leaving a plane and fucking up the flight for them and delaying their life for five hours. <laughs> you you right? don't have to. Like if it's and, 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 and they close the door. She, listen, she I mean she couldn't if get you, off if she didn't if talk. If you want to, to explain it, give them not that. She, she thought she was doing a service though. She was she was she was saying, listen, y'all might I'm not gonna die on here with y'all. That and I'm giving y'all person. a chance to get up out this motherfucker too, cuz cause that motherfucker there That's a lizard back is there. That is a shapeshifter. That is an iguana in a three-piece I know it's shapeshifter when I see one, nigga. And that is one. Don't be fooled, my friend. I still think the the plane-wide gasp when she said that is still one of the funniest noises I've ever heard. Look, I'm going to tell you something. <gasps> I've been a gasping-ass nigga, too. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. If I, just, I don't think everybody knew the context as well. If that is the first time. I've heard her say something. You know, you hear a little rustling in the back. You don't know what the fuck going on. And then she comes to the front and hit him with the, that dramatic-ass turn and that fucking performance she hit that motherfucker with. This motherfucker is not. And then she pauses. Real. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm a... <gasps> Show your face, motherfucker. Show your face. I need to, I need to get some eyes on you because I need to notice if I see the same thing. <laughs> I might see a shapeshifter too, man. That's you know what I mean. I don't know. All right, I need to find out though for sure. It is uh, mid-August. Uh, football season, aka Mike Tarico season, is approaching. Thanks to everyone. I don't know. I think it's. Cause, I think it's because Mero quotes we did it. But thanks to I for Recently? some reason I got tagged. Yeah, today I got tagged in that video like twenty times today. But always, yeah. I, I don't. It's never come up without me watching it for ten minutes. So thanks to everyone for resharing <laughs> that memory. Uh, it's on the Jenkins and Jones Twitter yes. account. If you somehow are listening and have not seen the full ten-minute cut. That I genuinely best, think. Best moment in our pod's history. I, we touched the face of God on that <laughs> one, bro. Like, <laughs> I marvel at us. <laughs> I watched key, that in the maze. Low key, low key. Like, that was like, everything this podcast can and has been, bro. I'm like, what led to that actually? You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like the star. It, was, it, it, was, it had to be astrological. You know what I mean? Something was happening up there in space to set that off, man. And, and Mike, you the one that tapped in, and then you the one that wanted to, you brought the nigga up, and then you tried to, no, we got to cut this. No, yeah. this is on you. No, <laughs> you, people, I, I you don't even know how we got there. I don't even know how we got there. I just remember me telling y'all, hey, y'all know Mike Tarico, think he and Tammy. I think I said that. I think I said that it. shit. I think I said that shit. But that, but that, but that was, but Mike said, Mike was talking about, Mike was talking about, um, he said, you need to get some better people on commentary than Mike Tarico. And I was like, this nigga think he ain't a nigga. Y'all know that. <laughs> and, and then Jackson was like, I've never heard of this. And yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it we was... got to inform you, brother. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But people people have said, like, oh, you're, the comedic timing was really, like, perfect or something. It's like, there was no comedic timing involved oh, in that. Bro. Every single thing that happened in that was <laughs> – no one was conscious of anything. But, Tyler, I think you're the one that brought it up, like, years before and let me know. And then I looked it up. And then he brought it up in the pod years later. And I, I'm like, we got to tell this story. 
I don't think I've ever laughed harder in my life than when I was trying to get it the move on to whatever stupid topic the next topic was. And then the, and then there was like a five second pause, and then Tyler said he's brown as fuck. Like I don't I, I don't fuck. I don't think I don't think I've ever la- laughed harder. Ever. Listen, listen, bro. I fully understand the complexities of race and ethnicity and how things aren't always what they seem. But this motherfucker is so brown. He is so brown, like bro. Like you said, he got he is not a- true, bro. <laughs> bro, there's nothing about him that's non-black. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. like not not even like you know, it's not like that. You have anything that's like like there is nothing about you that's not a nigga, bro. You have you, are, you have nigga you are tatted a, all over your motherfucking you double helix, bro. You feel me? You, you you are a sentient UPS uniform, dog. Nigga. You are, there's nothing to nigga nose, about you. nigga hair, nigga face. You know what I'm saying? Nigga what shoulders, can Brown do nigga for knees, you face ass, nigga, nigga elbows, dog? nigga. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> bro? Your ears say nigga on them, bro. And he you, looks, he's he, he's a human cashew, right. and he trying to tell us. He trying to <laughs> lie to our he faces. Trying to, he trying to. You are a cashew nigga, trying to bro. tell us that you are a fucking a ball of ricotta. Bro. No, nigga, you are nigga. a fucking cashew, it's dog. So we see you. Up, insane. It's such a wild lie, bro. Such a wild, and he believes the lie is the wildest part of it. He wholeheartedly believes. I don't know if he knows we'll believe it, but I think if he if he thinks he believes it enough, he'll make us believe it. Do you? Think, I know he believes that shit. Do you think Mike Tarico has seen the Mike Tarico clip? I hope so. I don't know. It had a million impressions, so. dog. It's got over a million views. So. It has over. Uh, that's what I showed Shar today. I was like, "Can so you believe pre- this oh, yeah. shit has over a million views on somebody Jesus had Christ's to hit him internet. with it. Hey, man. <laughs> Listen, man. Bro is about the 60 niggas years know old. you a nigga. <laughs> Bro is about sixty years old, right? He's about sixty years old. He said he grew up in fucking Queens, New York, and he was running with Italians, and no one once you telling me you running with the cast of Goodfellas in nineteen eighty three, and no one called you a mooly one. Nobody called him a gabagool. Not, not a motherfucker. Not a gabagool or whatever the fuck Italian shit we might not even be you on. Goddamn lie, bro. The math they mathing, bro. It don't make no sense. I just he I, said he he was he was in Queen nineteen eighty four Queens running with Joe Pesci and never got called a mooly once, bro. Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. Polly Walnuts never got called a mooly once. Polly Walnuts never on February first. Never say hey, it's the Gabagooli month. Mike the Mooley. Mike the motherfucking Mooley. Mike the motherfucking Mooley. We gonna be on your ass all football season, dog. This it ain't over. All right, uh, it ain't never gonna be over. Happy International Left-Handers Day to all of God's chosen people. Um, I don't have anything else on that topic. Just throwing it out there. We're, this podcast is two-thirds left-handed, but Tyler Tyler is an honorary left-handed person. Mentally, he's left-handed, bro. Uh, yes. He has a left-handed mind that. for sure. I agree. We accept you. I take we that as the highest of a compliment. <laughs> Did you ever try? I want, I want a left, left-hand medieval shake y- y'all arm where we grab each other's forearm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You got a claw there. You got a really goddamn. You don't even shake. You shake like this with them, you know bro. I'm gonna start shaking motherfuckers' hands like that. Fuck it. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to. Let's bring it back to 1182. Fuck it. The vein tickler. The vein tickler. You just That's put your so middle middle better. finger and index that finger is, on either side dude, of that vein. It's so much more fun that, and and also it makes me feel like we're making connection. You know, what I mean, you can't give nobody yeah. a loose ass that when you're grabbing their whole fucking forearm. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. We have been to battle together if you we're grouping up like that before, right? Ooh. 
We 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 have fought off some goddamn Visigoths together. <laughs> we dapping up like Visigoths, <laughs> some Carthaginians. <laughs> we stood at the wall when the Carthaginians were at the gate. The way we shake hands is so fucking boring. We got to change that shit, dog. What was the last time? Do you do y'all give like regular web to web handshakes to people? I don't even know the last time I like only in professional settings. I don't have any of those settings in my life. Like I don't even know the last time I was like, "Hello, web to web." I mean, you work with work in sports, like 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 with athletes. You feel me? Yeah, all the time. So. Make sure, yeah. Yeah. I say with 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 old with like my old uncles and shit because they don't dap so we do the shake hug yeah right right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but it ain't just, but that that's that. that's better than this shit yeah. right here weak as hell yeah bro. that shit and you got man hey brother nice to meet you you know what I mean like, <laughs> <laughs> did I put my name tag on my right titty so that they can still <laughs> right. see it while I'm shaking Jesus their hands yeah. oh no it's hey. the left titty my bad goddamn is it it is a left titty yeah. Cause then you reach with the right. But, hey, but that's how I know you're living good, bro. Cause you oh. forgot. You forgot. Hello, my name is Mike. Let's do business together. Let's make some sales, brother. Michael. <laughs> I'm Michael Phillip, and boy, have I got a business opportunity for you. <laughs> All right, uh, let's close with our Dookie Butts of the Week. Um, I got a real easy one, uh, which is whoever from the New York Times thought it was the appropriate oh, moment while they are still while the death count is still moving in Maui to highlight a young vacationing couple who were looking for the woman's uh family heirloom Rolex in the rubble of their hotel and found it and posted that as though it was an inspirational story that's an all-time old school 1996 death row style ratio on that tweet right now. <laughs> that is fucking it's like 20,000 quote tweets and like 15 wow. retweets or some shit. And I want to be clear like I'm happy for the couple man natural disaster strike and like you know if you and your you and your boyfriend made it through the natural disaster like of course you're looking for your family heirloom like that's a nice moment for them or whatever but Highlighting that, that that's just shit to highlight in like six months if you're a media outlet, bro. You know what I mean? Like people are still looking for their grandmas, bro. So I that that was like this. That was the nastiest work I've seen in a fucking minute, bro. That shit was so trash, bro. Yeah. So trash. I'm glad they're getting their ass lit up for that shit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the stuff that fucking I'm reading Rolex, about man. that about the situation, like people in the ocean. Yeah, man. Like I mean, floating if, like if, that, if you, bro. I just if you, if you've been in Hawaii and I've never been to Maui, but we've been in uh, Oahu a number of times. My wife's um, dad's from there. She's got a ton of cousins and aunties and uncles that still live there. And then we've been to the Big Island a few times. Like, there's no. Um, it's not like the beach in L.A. Like, it's there's a road and then the, the, there's the beach. You know what I mean? Like, it, so if you're in a hotel that's on the beach, and the hotel is on fire, there's nothing else to do. You know, I mean, like you, the, so, but yeah, it was, there were hundreds of people just that, that just swam out to the ocean. Like, hopefully I can figure something out, you know, but it, it was, the fire was crazy enough that it burned all the boats in the, in the harbor and stuff like that too. I mean, it was, Jeez. yeah, it was, it was crazy. But the idea yeah. of running to the ocean for comfort from a natural disaster tells you how fucking terrifying that was, you know? That's insane. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Gentlemen, your dookie butts. 
Well, I mean, this is again, we're going back to this guy, but um, I feel like this is kind of an amendment of a previous dookie butt that I've given. But this is still the dude who I've given the most dookie butts to and it's Elon, of course, again, because y'all remember when him and Zuck agreed to fight. I told y'all yeah. he was going to bitch out yep. because I told you, yes, Elon and Zuck are both weirdos, but Zuck is the robot type of weirdo. Elon is the bitch type of weirdo. And I told you Elon was going to be a bitch when shit really hit the fan because the robot type of weirdo would have wanted all that motherfucking smoke as Zuck has been wanting. Right? So motherfucking Elon, if you see the bullshit, I was in an MRI machine for three hours. Good news is my C3 and C4 vertebrae are not damaged, but my shoulder blade is rubbing up against my ribs. We'll have to have surgery that will sideline me for about three months. That motherfucker's scared. He is scared. He a bitch. Like I said, he's a weirdo, and Zuck is a weirdo, but he's the bitch type of weirdo. Some and motherfucking and Zuck lit his ass up today. He was like, bro, you text me, ask him to do pro, to, to do a private run in my backyard and shit. He was like, he's like, let's stop wasting these people's time. When you really ready to make this happen, hit me up. Private why are they? Why are they? He wanted to have a private fucking bout with Zuckerberg in Zuckerberg's backyard to find out if he could beat him or not. Yeah, basically. Well, we already know the answer to that. Is Elon really crazy enough to not to know the answer to that? No, 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 no. He's he's not crazy. Like I said, Zuck is the crazy weirdo. He's the no, robot no, I'm weirdo. Saying, like, Elon is the bitch weirdo. A, a Bitches are very to, self-aware. But, but a private run to see if he can beat him? Like, you know... Like, you, I mean, they, I, I thought it was just a publicity stunt. Like, he has to know he's going to nah, lose. This nigga's they was, training... They with, was legit no, lining he, that shit up, bro. No, he... Uh, but like Tyler said, that is... And by the way, someone paid Tyler $5,000 to write the taxonomy of the different types of weirdos <laughs> that you could be, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he, but he's the specific... Like, I mean, they're all billionaires, man. They, like, he thinks he could be... He probably thinks he could beat up everybody. That's like they all have Captain Ahab syndrome. They all think they could beat up mm. the fucking sun because they have never, you know what I mean? They're never like lost in any meaningful way or heard mm. no in any meaningful way. You know what I mean? He thinks he's doing a good job with Twitter. Do you know yeah, one person yeah. who thinks he's doing a good job with Twitter? But he Not probably only being, hears no. from people who think he's no. doing a good job with Twitter. I mean, but there's so many people that think he does. Like, there's so, he has like a, 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 the weirdest fucking fan base. It just but he yeah. laps him up. You know what I'm saying? Bopping his ass every second they get That's a chance That's why he thinks to. he could beat Mark Zuckerberg right up until it's time to actually fight. And then, like Tyler says, the... The Nigga sands pulls of his time. Shirt off and he sees eight <laughs> abdominals. <laughs> and he looks at himself and he's built like a fucking bag of fucking potatoes. You feel me? Oops. <laughs> Might have yeah. done did it this time, brother. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Fuck you, man. Crazy. John, what's, what's your dookie butt? I don't have one, guys. I ain't going to lie to y'all. <laughs> I ain't going to try to make no shit up, dog. <laughs> You are your own dookie butt. Yeah, that's me. me. I'm, 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 I was going to say me, but I've already said myself before. So I just said, you know. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we got. Um, please, who's, we, your, we, who's your dookie butt? Oh, the, 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 the New York Times was. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I thought, yeah, it was, I thought that was just a thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, see, that's how the segment works. I come up with like oh. a thing and then you paste it into oh the that okay butt. that's how we planned it now okay yeah, cool, cool. yeah we don't just, even say dookie butt until no no i did say dookie after, butt i said dookie butt okay i said okay. it before said it. Oh, run man, the audio man. back I'm, where was i at bro sheesh you were just i ain't get enough sleep in vegas apparently get, nigga. So I'm, just, I'm gonna make up for get, tonight though get guaranteed some on the butt shout out to our <laughs> are, are we allowed to talk about vegas stuff at all or you got no no we'll talk about wraps okay all right okay all right that's all the time we got on jenkins and jones we will be back later this week Thanks for fucking with us, and we'll see y'all in a couple days. Bye. Bye. Bye.
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.